Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we're back with more. Beginning to 1.30, we've had a shift change. John Bridge is now on another line. So Matt Harkins comes in. Matty Ice is behind the ice. You can call 412-928-9370. We've covered a lot of ground. We have some pirate tweets that I wanted to get to that were from a previous conversation we had here. Um, and I'll get to that one right in a second. As I can cue it up here, uh, Zach Howe or Huff. I'm not sure how you say it, Zach. He said, I think it's starting to become arrogance by the pirates to believe they can only spend 75 million. Well, that's what it is right now. It should go up. It better go up. 75 million is very difficult on this roster in that division after the Cardinals add Goldschmidt and you know what the Brewers and Cubs are going to be doing. So yes, but it's an incomplete body of work right now. We will see. Let's go to the lines because a lot of people have been on there talking about Steelers and New England Patriots. I'd like to get your take as well. Chris in New Jersey, up at the top of the board, is first up in this hour. Hello, Chris. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, anytime. Um, You know, I don't want to keep stressing and keep talking about Mike Tomlin's inability to manage the clock, but it it does concern me going into tomorrow. and, And I think something that I actually haven't heard any analysts or anyone really call in about is the timeout that he gave Oakland fourth and goal. And again, I was six days ago. I don't want to drag it out, but fourth and goal after three plays of getting no yards, first play run for no gain. He decides not to call timeout. Next two plays are incompletions. We have two timeouts left. They ran two busted plays in a row, really three. And then he call he gives the Raiders a timeout when they had none left. I don't understand that to me. That's just as bad as not calling a timeout to begin with. Well, I didn't like that whole sequence down there. And you, you talked about some of it. I thought you have to give your offense more time than just 15 seconds. Now, they got a well-executed hook and ladder play, which is fine. But it's still, that was that was kind of a long shot play. It worked. It gave them a chance in field goal, and you know what happened. But I, I, I just, you can't have that happen knowing that your offense is going to need the ball and some time. So I would have taken one early in that. The 38-second runoff was tough for me to take there. Absolutely terrible, but to, but but that last time out was 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 really horrendous on Tomlin's part. Well, I don't like to using them earlier, and you know you, you see a lot of that happen too, where they're wasted in mid third quarter or mid second quarter, and then it it affects you later down at the end of the half when you need it, I think, the most. They always come back to bite you. You can't burn timeouts in the second half. Take the delay a game. Take the delay a game. All right, Chris. Thank you. I don't know if I agree with that either. I just get the plays in quicker. You don't want to take five yards either. Let's go out to Tony in Wexford. On the subject of clock management. Hello, Tony. Tony. Yes. Hey, Bob. Go ahead. You're on, man. Thanks a lot. Uh Uh, So there's, yep, there's a there's a book by John T. Reed about clock management, and this is a Christmas gift that uh, if I if I had the address, I would definitely send it to Tomlin because this is a book, and it's it's basically an algorithm. Clock management is an algorithm, and they need somebody up in the box, who's doing nothing but following the algorithm. That's what they need to do, and they're not doing it. And it's a book. You just should read it. Marv Levy read it. And I've um, actually I've actually heard about it and saw some of it. I, I have to go back to it because I, I had someone send that to me about three years ago. seems like every year we talk clock yeah. management in the NFL, specifically here. 
But I think you're right. I don't know, and, and we don't know who's doing what up there to help. But it's it should be a, a committee kind of approach with this. Somebody needs to understand all of it and, to make it easier on, on a head coach who's down on the sidelines and trying to think about play calls, who's coming in, whatever else is involved in those decisions. So that's also what I yeah, think I, replay should be like. You should have people in place to help you. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, this is a weakness of Tomlin, which is managing his assistants. But he needs one person who basically says, you know, the algorithm tells us to do this. Stop the clock now. Let it run. I mean, it's, it's an algorithm. He just needs somebody to tell him what to do. And right. then, you know, well, Tony, let me ask you this. How do you stop New England's offense? What do you, what do, you do if you're Keith Butler? Uh, well, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to say uh, what you have to do is just plain out outscore them, and that's the only way they're winning that game tomorrow is that uh, New England's defense can't hang with the Steelers' offense. And, you know, maybe there's a turnover. I don't think New England's defense can hang with the Steelers' offense either. I think they have opportunities to score, and I agree with that. You just have to minimize the damage. But I'm just saying schematically, how would you address him? Would you bump and run everyone, make it tough on their release from the line of scrimmage, or would you go back to the zone, which hasn't worked over the years? Well, everybody knows the first thing you have to do is you have to get to Brady. You have to put huge pressure on him right up the middle and you have to make him uncomfortable. That's the first thing. That's the only formula that has worked for teams uh, to stop his precision passing is to make him uncomfortable. So you have to do that. Uh, and then the other thing you have to do is you have to take, you know, you have to do the best you can on Gronk and limit the damage there. Uh, you're not going to stop him. You just have to limit it. Uh, you know, maybe you put T.J. Watt on Gronk. You just you live with the repercussions. Yeah, at this point, I would try a lot of different things. Tony, thanks. I appreciate your uh, input, and I think that's a good book everyone should get <laughs> who works in the NFL. 412-928-9370. We're going to move out to John and Robinson, who joins us on the Bob Pompiani Show. John, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Bob. If memory serves, we've either failed to qualify for the playoffs or been bounced in the first game in something like five out of the uh, last seven years, including last year. And we're not going to get anywhere in the playoffs this year. So to that caller who says it's a racial issue, bite me, buddy. If, if Mike Tomlin was purple and brought uh, some trophies back to Pittsburgh, I'd be happy. Well, what is your expectation? What, what do you mean he stinks? What does that mean? It's too easy to say he he's stinks, a, he, John. What does it mean? He, he's got a Hall of Fame quarterback in the prime of his career, and his record in the playoffs since the last Super Bowl appearance, which we lost, is terrible. Okay, I get, I, I get that it's, it's been below what they want. Absolutely, I understand that. But if you're going to say he stinks, how would you classify Mark McCarthy's uh, tenure in Green Bay? Does he stink too? Let me tell you how I Answer the question and answer Sean Payton in New Orleans. Does he stink too? Give me post. I'll tell you their numbers are very similar all the way through, and they all have Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Okay. Correct? Okay, but let me make. I don't know. I can't. It's too easy to say he stinks. Guys, it's too easy to I, say he stinks. You, I'll tell you why he stinks, Bob. How many times have we seen him at a press conference over the past few years, aggressively defending his pathetic clock management with those big guys trying to intimidate you guys in the media? It's pathetic. He's shown no ability to adapt. He's just. Dug his heels in further. And listen, I've agreed to a lot of that. I thought their their lack of adapting to what was going on in the San Diego game cost them. I, I'm not I'm not sitting here saying he's beyond criti- he, he's been criticized, should be criticized. But to flat out okay, he stinks. I mean, come on. You're ignoring an entire career of what they've had. Not too many teams have 
been in this situation, save New England, that, is, that has not had a losing season in 13 years. I mean, it's hard to do. Go ahead and try to do it. You can. You may think you have another answer out there. That's fine. If you think they, it could, it could turn against them and it go flat on their faces. There's a lot of things that gone into this. Lack of coaching on defensively sometimes bothers me. The way they've not adjusted. Keenan Allen killed them. He was their only weapon. There was no Melvin Gordon. I get all that, but I, but I don't know, John. I just, I think too many people. This, this fire Tomlin has gone back six years. I mean, it goes on every year, and it's the easiest way out. So thank you for the call. I understand it. I don't agree with it. 412-928-9370 is the number to call, and uh, we'll find out. I mean, there's a lot of season left. This is what I don't understand about people who every week want to fire everyone and get rid of everyone. There's still a lot of season left. Look at Andy Reid in the postseason. People are talking about Kansas City. Kansas City may not win a playoff game either. They failed miserably. It's tough to do sometimes. You know, I get it. Uh, The expectations here are high. They should be high. But I think you also have to be realistic enough to know that – there are multitude of problems that every NFL team has right now, including New England, including New England. And we'll see. There's still time to go. Why don't we wait, and then we'll make assessments afterwards instead of immediately coming to the always fire everyone thing. Let's go to Dave in the North Shore. What's up, Dave? How are you? Okay, how you doing, Bob? I'm fine, thanks. Hey, mark this down, man. This is December the 15th. The Steelers are getting ready to go on another six-game winning streak, which means the Super Bowl. Oh boy, that's a I, I feel, I feel I, it, man. That's I a big one. I, I I'd have to. Hey. It starts tomorrow, though. Tomorrow, if they win tomorrow, I think you'll see a lot of things change. That's going to hey, be man. a marquee win for them that they can turn into a division championship, and then you just go into playoffs and hope you you know you have your opportunity to do something in the playoffs, which has not happened here. And last year was a disgraceful exit against that Jacksonville team. There's no doubt about it. The way they lost. And we seem to play. We seem to perform better when our backs are against the wall. Like early in the season, you know, we had the tie and a couple of losses. And people around here seem they they seem to think that New New England is this juggernaut. These guys lost to Detroit and and to Miami. Man, they can be beat. Well, everyone and, everyone could be beat in the NFL. And that's my point. They've they've created this parody that does shadow over everybody just about in the NFL. It's what? difficult to do. And what I will say is. Uh, I thought the Steelers, looking back on this season, made some mistakes with regard to adding to their defense when it was clear that they needed help. They did not do oh, enough yeah. help. Okay, that's that's yeah. true for me. I get all that. And looking back, they're gonna, it's going to – and their handling of Le'Veon Bell, if they believed it and it wasn't going to happen, they should have done something before that. Do you trust right. a guy who, who tells you he doesn't want this tag stuff? Well, he came back last year on a franchise tag and did pretty well, and they thought he would do the same. So there was a lot of – misguided uh, decisions there based on what they thought and what, what they ended up getting. So, I don't know. I, I just I just think it can happen in a lot of different – I've seen teams changing around. Uh, I remember last year with the Eagles, <laughs> the way they started, there were there were people talking about Doug Peterson wasn't good for the job. They turn it around. Uh, I can give you examples of that all the time. I just think consistency and stability have a place in sports – and I think if you are a team that wants that, and the Steelers have done that, you can't overreact to every little thing that happens. Yes, they are in a situation that we didn't expect because they've lost three in a row. Yes, kicking has really hurt them. The, the previous tweeter had a good point. Last year, 13-3, and three, it could have been the opposite of that. They could have lost five games if not for Boswell. Well, this year they're losing games on final kicks and kicks of that nature. It, there's so much that goes into it. So uh, I, I, I appreciate the passion. But I just wish people would stop immediately throwing everyone, get rid of the entire staff. Okay, that sounds so just ridiculous. Uh, 
you can't if you're going to keep doing that, you're going to turn into a revolving door. We've seen a lot of NFL two teams do that, and what does it get you? Not much. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. We're going to take a break. Long overdue. We'll take it. Come back with more. We're turning it over to Pit Panther basketball at one thirty. So get your calls in right now. Okay. Picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 